So good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Ayurveda Online today. And good evening, Anu. Um, Anu is today. I'm very happy that to meet Anu. And Anu is my classmates. We actually studied together ever since the counselor program with Kalala Ayurveda. And then later we met in for the practitioner program. And now we are in the doctor program <laughs> together. It's a bit a long way. But it's really nice because Anu has a lot of, uh, to me, she really has a lot of knowledge about Ayurveda from the questions she asked at the classes and also to read the articles she wrote. At this moment, Anu works for, um, I wouldn't say she works because um, writing is, to me, is more like her passion. And also she would like to use writing as a platform to share her knowledge about Ayurveda. She's writing a lot of articles for Kelala Ayurveda and also Art of Life. And she, at this moment, she's working with some other Ayurvedic media in America. And then I will share her website and more information later. Um, under this video and audio, you will find more information about her. So namaste, Anu. Yes. Very welcome for you. Yeah, <laughs> nice to meet you today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wonderful thank you. to be here, Julie. <laughs> yeah, thank you for your time. So, Anu, would you like to tell us a little bit about um, yourself and also how Ayurveda enters you? Because I remember you're an engineer uh, and also MBA. And to me, it's really something sounds very far away from Ayurveda, this holistic um, wellness system. So, Please tell us a little bit more about yourself. Sure. So, you know, I grew up in India and then I moved to the U.S. And growing up in India, you know, with our food and generally with our practices, uh, they were rather Ayurvedic. So, you know, we were encouraged to eat um, in an Ayurvedic manner, though we didn't really have a knowledge about it. It was just, you know, with all the, we just in, associated it with spices. And then, you know, if, somebody had a headache, they would apply a balm or they were told, you know, no uh, Western medicine, you can work your way through it or they were given some remedy. And uh, we tried to look at the root cause. Was it because of indigestion? Was it because of stress? So those were the little tips that we grew up with. And, um, you know, but then when I moved to the US, my son was very sick. So he was so sick that for many years, we tried to manage his health with steroids. And then we also tried, um, uh, you know, a lot of, um, he had asthma and life-threatening allergies and it, it kept suppressing his symptoms, but then he had other issues from the side effect. So the steroids meant like loss of weight, loss of focus. And so then, you know, I would read up about it and there seemed no answer. So then I, you know, heard about homeopathy and Ayurveda and I said, okay, if I have to try Ayurveda on my son, I should study it myself. So, uh, and I, that's what I told um, our director, Dr. J. I said, Dr. J, I didn't trust anything. <laughs> I really wanted to know because even in a formulation, I needed to know, was there something that can set off a reaction and, uh, you know, how his physiology will react. And then I took him to uh, Dr. J as his Vedya and Dr. J is a world-renowned famous Vedya. Uh, who's been practicing for 25 years. So, and, you know, he was, as soon as my son saw him, he started crying. And Dr. J said, that's okay. That just reveals his, you know, his state to me. And I just saw in such a benign way, it's been now more than, you know, probably it's been three years. His asthma went from like severe that used to impact his life to 
mild like he doesn't have any asthma he's not had for a year and and he used to have like flare up every week every month and really severe then you know his other health environmental allergies and generally his you know he had a lot of anxiety which is the typical vata he was typical vata with lots of aches and pains everything started improving and uh, so you know i saw ayurveda in action and then you know then i saw for my family my daughter had chronic cough so i said okay they just call it chronic cough and they medicate her and then you know she takes antibiotics and then you know she had vocal nodules she is a singer so they were going to operate so i said okay before you think about you know a surgery even her doctor said if you can think of ayurveda her doctor was indian and was one of the 10 specialists in the country she said surely integrate the two so then i took her to dr j and now she, her chronic cough is gone she didn't need a surgery so like that even my health you know i had chronic issues for and i think of myself last you know as a mother but my chronic issues of 40 years like hyperacidity and i had all kinds of health problems now they are so much better and also i'm so much more aware i'm aware like you know about my tendencies about my you know vikrati my imbalances i'm aware about uh, the season i know you know sometime in the fall i start getting very anxious so i know so much more i feel so empowered and so that's why i you know started studying and enjoying ayurveda and then from um, you, you know i started noticing with my family a lot of people got involved with their health and then um, i did try to set up my practice july right after a counselor program but um, you know i noticed that with the, almost everybody comes with a disease so i got interested in disease management and so the journey continued and it's been the most beautiful journey because i think even if one person's health you know our own health gets better then the world changes because we are happier we are healthier and things transform around us yeah, yeah. that is true and i think it's really nice that you see really something i think that's also i believe that's also your experience now in the practice that most of people kind of choose ayurveda as their last help or last hope because it's like they've been to different so many different kind no matter the modern medicine or other alternative medical care and then in the end it's like okay anyway i give up but i still give a last try and then it it works i also so many of such cases in my clinic and that's really wonderful and just like what you said that i have some students here that um they studied the they learned the foundation of ayurveda with me and then they start to wonder that am i not able to start to give consultation why i cannot start to give consultation and i tell them that because most of the people who come to you come with disease <laughs> if you only take 30 hours training or 50 hour training how are you able to take care of them yeah and then many people they asking that why i cannot just suggest formulation after counselor program i say because that might be dangerous right right yeah and also it's like I, I'm not so sure what you think. Do you think actually after the counselor program, the knowledge is actually enough for you to help people clinical wise, like with just food and with lifestyle? Yeah, I th- you know I think that prevention is such a big aspect of um, health management, especially now. Like in US, six out of ten people have a lifestyle based disorder, 
and a lot of it is related to just our nutrition and you know our sleep just those basics and a balanced life whether we incorporate exercise whether we do it at an early age you know what kind of exercise so i think as a counselor there's a lot that can be done so you know i know a lot of counselors who start a cooking program mm-hmm. so they and then they actually provide food or they do cooking classes then there are people who do lifestyle management there are those who work in spas there are those who help massage therapists and then there are those who write and so there are people who start working with you know ayurveda with doctors or with ayurvedic doctors or chiropractors but you're right uh, so many people come because prevention is not a very strong aspect in today's world so many people come aggravated with diseases so many people choose to take the next step for disease management and that's where you know i found that the practitioner program actually uh, in at kerala ayurveda it gave us that whole clinical experience with the vedyas who had you know intense clinical experience so yeah i think there's a lot that can be done but for clinical management it really helps to have all that practical experience that kerala gives and you know all of uh, or you know an ayurvedic tra- um, training gives yep yeah and i think it's also pretty good like what you are doing now you have a network with uh, ayurvedic vaidya and doctors mm. and also some other experts medical who over the medical care i think then it's more like when as a counselor we can support them with some uh, suggestions like food and like yoga practice like breathing or like self care those maybe a vaidya doesn't have so much time to focus or couldn't address so deep at the consultation. So it's more like after the counselor program, <laughs> clinical-wise, we are actually able to support the people on a day-to-day basis. When the Vaidya is actually providing some suggestions for like really managing and also to uh, taking care of imbalance. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really helps to also work with the Vaidya because it helps with our own experience, uh, mm-hmm. you know, of being mentored or understanding how and i i can look at myself two years back where i didn't know how to pronounce so many formulations <laughs> <laughs> but you know and i would say okay you know my vedya would say okay so and with her knowledge because she had worked in india too so it really helped and she would say um patol katuro hinyadi and now i would sit and practice it because i was like oh man but then to understand the disease process and what should mm-hmm. be given when she had that knowledge so it helped me the other thing i think you know for people who want to start the counselor program it's really important to um, make a shift in your own health mm-hmm. or that of your community whether you know um, if whether it's your family like my father he had a lot, lot of issues with neuropathy and western medicine couldn't even diagnose it and at least like again ayurveda was a last resort but it's given him like at 88 years of life it's given him um some energy it's given him a good quality of life and it's helped him cope because he was getting rather depressed about his condition with no answers so you know whether it's about yourself your future your health in the future or uh, you know your community i i there are so many people who reach out who'll pick up the phone and ask 
you know, what do I do with mm-hmm. this condition? And of course, you know, you have to manage your time with that too, but uh, you can always give some suggestions. You can be there for them or, you know, you can suggest who they can go to or, uh, you know, where they should even start. So mm-hmm. I think um, it's, a, it's a wonderful first step. Yeah, I really think that's a very good foundation that I received from Kelala Ayurveda because before I start with them, I actually went to some other schools. I also took some workshops with a single doctor, single Vaidya in India because now many doctors and Vaidya, they provide these kind of like Ayurvedic nutrition or Ayurveda skincare or like um, pregnancy care. But I really have a feeling that at that time, um, at the moment when I found Kelala Ayurveda, it is really like the moment I think I need something to combine things together to build a very good foundation. Otherwise, I'm like having many things and that got lost somehow. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how did you find Kelala Ayurveda actually? Because like, I believe you know many Ayurvedic Vaidya already before you start with Kelala Ayurveda. So why you didn't think about going back to India to go to the university to study, but stay in America and then with Kelala Ayurveda? Sure, sure. So, you know, I was the art of living, uh, learning meditation and yoga. And so, and my husband is a meditation teacher. He's a volunteer teacher and uh, with the Art of Living Foundation. And so they teach a lot about nutrition and, you know, as a means of raising prana and about breath work and yoga but then I still saw that a lot of people had issues with their health with their diet simple things right and uh, we were taught that you know okay uh, sleep is important but we were neglecting it now so here living in the U.S. I was already exposed a lot to Ayurveda through art of living but then um, I think when I when I saw my own son's health, I started thinking, okay, can I learn more? And then I had a friend in uh, Kerala Ayurveda and she actually teaches there. So her name is Revati Raghavan and she yeah. teaches the beauty program there. And yes. she teaches many other classes like nutrition. And mm-hmm. I mean, she takes a lot of classes there. She's been there. She also practices, like she provides uh, services, therapies and consultations. So uh, she told me about it and, uh, you know, I told her, will it fit in my lifestyle? Because, you know, I, I'm a busy mother and, you know, with a child that is not doing too well. And she said, yeah, absolutely. You know, you can, um, you can do the live uh, classes, like weekend classes. You can go in person. And for me, it's pretty close. I live in California, so I could actually go there. It was convenient. And, uh, you know, and then when I couldn't go, I could be live in the class. Like they were contact hours with my classmates, with my teachers. So it sounded exciting and uh, I had heard wonderful things about them because a lot of people had taken treatment there and it had turned their lives around. So um, I said, okay, let me, you know, take the plunge. Um, And um, for me, going home to India was not an option because, you know, it was um, because with two kids, then my daughter was in 12th grade. And then uh, the other thing is I was also looking at a mid-career shift then because I was thinking of doing something more holistic. Uh, you know, I did my yoga teacher's training only recently. So I so that kind of naturally took me there. <laughs> and I did read up about others. There were other schools uh, in California, but uh, this just sounded like it was, you know, um, root uh, knowledge, like from the source, from whether it's uh, from the source, the heart of Kerala, or whether it's from the source in terms of the root text that we studied together in July. So 
I was like really excited about that. And at the same time, it had the modern perspective because all the Vedyas, they were practicing. They had practiced in a modern uh, manner, integrating everything, you know, the ancient and the modern. So I was very curious to find out. And the minute I went there, it was like being in a family environment. And I remember thinking that, you know, uh, that like Dr. J says that, you know, nature chooses you. <laughs> so, so I was really taken in. I just loved the classes and, you know, all the professors and all the colleagues and friends. So it was like being in a family. So I felt like I was coming home. Yeah, I really enjoy the family feeling from Kelala Ayurveda as well. And I think one thing which is very special that I noticed is that because all the teachers, all the professors, they are actually from India, um, but they live in America for a long time already. So it's like they, in the class, I remember in the counselor class, when we are talking about different imbalances, they also use mainly, okay, when they were younger, what their parents did to them, how what their grandmother did to them with the food, or like, okay, just go out to pick some of the herb from the garden and then do a little bit here and there. And it's so lovely. And then also to hear their story about the cultural impact when after they moved to America and then how you're, I think the really interesting thing is because they also live in America for so long. so they know what's happening more often in the Western country, like in Europe and also in America. And then they are more familiar with the local ingredients and also what people can use from the local ingredients. I think that's really something different compared to if you purely go to India to study that, but later work in Europe or in America. And also I think because there are so many different professors, so it's like we're learning from each of them and they all have their character and what they have more interesting with. In. So I think that's really nice. It's not like just mm -hmm. one professor who, who is very famous and very good with Ayurveda. Mm -hmm. The rest are just other way uh, trained in another tradition or so. It's not like that. And that's mm -hmm. the main reason why I choose Kelala Ayurveda in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're all brilliant, you know, absolutely. And each one of them, it's just adorable. You know, I, I really look forward to each one of them, their classes and the knowledge. I, it, it comes to me at certain times. And like you said it beautifully that they integrate the East and the West. So they yeah. have grounding in one and they have experience in uh, both of them. So it's mm -hmm. really wonderful that they can do that. And they have a lot of contemporary knowledge with all the evidence-based research and everything. And yet the very basics, they can go to the, you know, like Dr. Sheena, uh, just correcting the time when somebody was eating, she managed their diabetes. And mm -hmm. then, you know, Dr. Kamya talking about, uh, you know, Agni and as being the basis for hypothyroidism. So some of these things stick. And then, you know, there's Dr. Nami, Dr. Pratiba, and they, all of them, I mean, I, it's uh, Dr. J, of course, is like the icon, and you know, all of them, it's the unique flavors. I, I look forward to each class, you know, so yeah. yeah. It's like a semester with me. It's not just the uh, weekend intensive class, even the weekly visual class or like during our clinical internship, it's like, I'm so surprised and really looking forward to, okay, what will I learn this time from them? And it's like, even some stories or some uh, suggestions that they keep repeating, it's even, it's just very 
very good. It's like they are repeating. And so I know that I don't have to memorize. It will become part of me. And then I start to use it in life as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's like something suddenly like, you know, I, my friend's uh, mom just had a fracture and she didn't want to take any formulations. She's old. She was, and she's in India. And I could, I just remembered a bolus that, uh, you know, Dr. Sheena had said to mm -hmm. prepare and very lightly use. So it, some things come and it was a hairline fracture. So, you know, but some things just come to us and whether we use it in practical terms or with our rogies, like our cl clients who come to us in our practice, it's just beautiful, deep, rich knowledge. And we can keep referring back to it. So if yeah. there is a class, like, you know, there's a class on fractures, then I can go back and refer to it. And, you know, it's really like that knowledge is <clears throat> always there for us. It's, mm. it's um, something that, uh, you know, not every school provides, but they have given us lifetime access to all those classes. Yeah. And um, it's just such a joy to be there and then to refer back to it. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I forget to ask you earlier that I remember you did your internship in India as well, right? Yes. The <laughs> practitioner program internship. What do you think about that? Because oh I, I do everything God. in America. Yeah. Oh, it was the best experience. I have to tell you, I just, I mean, those were the, that was the best time ever. Like I went to uh, the health village first and then, you know, there the practical experience where, you know, the diagnostics, like they'll, they can just get a blood test done and then they integrate also so well. Sometimes if like there was an eczema patient that, you know, given antibiotics, but then from the root, the, her case was managed her pneumonia, asthma, eczema, everything was managed and turned around. And, you know, so we saw things like this and it was just, just so stunning. And then uh, to go to the OPD, like we would sit in the outpatient department, you know, and um, to sit with the doctors and, uh, you know, there are doctors there, right? So because that's a licensed practice, yeah. it was just absolutely amazing. And then to be steeped in the culture, like, so I had some, you know headache and then in the morning the nurse would come we were so pampered and the food was out of this world July so I went with Maura and you know we had uh, the best time and um, we just and then we went to Bangalore where we you know learned um, a lot and we but we also got our own therapies done so that was really exciting you know so we had our own assessment and our mm. own therapy done and it was like being in heaven because um, Ayurveda Gram is like just such a beautiful premium facility. So we saw both of them and um, it was just amazing. I, uh, I have not had an experience like that and I cannot wait to go back because you know we're actually working with patients. They're called patients there. We are working you know, in the hospital setting like you know, with the uh, Panchakarma and you know, with all the therapies they are doing and with all the management and uh, you know, seeing a lot of therapies which are not done here, like, you know, Rakta Mokshana, the, the leech therapy and so many things. And then, you know, Agni Karma. So it was just absolutely, I mean, I think uh, out of this world, if anybody, like uh, when, when things get a little better, you know, I'm, I'm just dying to get back there. Yeah. yeah. I also plan to do my clinical internship this time with the doctor program there because I really believe that's something that then we see something, as you mentioned, that, we couldn't operate it here, but at least you know deep in the root how it was done. Yes. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward this time with the, at least with the doctor program, the clinical internship, they say we can shadow the doctors there. 
I think that is really great. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we had a lot of note taking and, you know, finding out about patients and things like that, but shadowing will be really good. And I have to tell you, like Kerala is like, it is God's own country. It's just out of this world. And, you know, I'm just thinking of it makes me hungry because... <laughs> I can. I heard a lot about how great the food they over in the center in uh, the Kerala Ayurveda in their center, what they over and so. So just for any audience who don't who are first time toward Ayurveda, um, Kerala Ayurveda Academy, in although it's based in America, the training is given in America, but somehow, um, but they are actually from Kerala, and then they have two retreat center and also three hospital and one research center and more than thirty five clinic in um, Kerala. So when we are doing the for practitioner degree, that is your second year study, you need to go to India for, uh, you can choose to go to India for your clinical internship. But for doctor degree, that's the level three training, you need to go to India. And I remember now for the counselor program, you can choose if after the counselor program, you like to do some internship in India, then they, we can arrange, uh, the school will arrange for you as well. And I think that's really something outstanding for, um, for Kerala Ayurveda as well, because you have two, you, they have the full fit in two parts, the Western part and the Eastern part, so that as students, we can really play around. <laughs> Right, right. And, you know, it's yeah. so fun to go in a group too. And I think they also have the India immersion, which mm-hmm. uh, I think people get to roam around a little bit also. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's something I've seen like really lovely pictures of uh, people going in a group. So, yeah, those are wonderful options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, with your current writing career, when did you start that? Did you start that after you finished the counselor program or later? Yeah, during, I think um, after I finished the counselor program, I saw that the Art of Living blog was looking for writers. So I wrote uh, my first article actually um, on yoga and Ayurveda. And that did really good. And so then I started writing with the Art of Living Foundation. I wrote a lot of articles about, and I would write about, you know, general tips like on diseases or prevention or, you know, related to some you know formulations or some uh, food related preparation so a lot of interesting things and then if you know recently I wrote about grief management and so a lot of things that I could address through Ayurveda and through Ayurvedic tips and then I started writing for the retreat center so it was about women's health and then about back pain and inflammation and then I wrote for Shri Shri Tattva which is again related to art of living I wrote about, you know, immunity during the pandemic. I wrote about their immunity-based formulations. And then, you know, I, but my home was uh, Kerala Ayurveda. So I asked them during the, the pandemic had just started. And I said, you know, can I write to you for you part-time? And, um, you know, because I was still studying, had my own practice. So, and um, I, that was on the plate. So they agreed. And then I started working with Jamila and she's, uh, you know, she manages the social media and everything. And it was just amazing because she is so super creative and she is just um, her knowledge, the way she presents everything. So we did. a And there, you know, because in the articles, we don't write who has written it. You don't get the credit. But I am one of the writers on the panel. So with her, I wrote so much uh, content and it helped me with my own knowledge because I was writing about why massage therapists should do Ayurveda, why 
yoga teachers should study Ayurveda, like those kind of things when I was writing about mental health during the pandemic. So I had to research it myself. I was researching, you know, the latest evidence and everything. And we were trying to incorporate it and make it like really cutting edge because here we are in Ayurveda school. And um, so I, as a practitioner, I felt I could write with a great deal of depth. As a counselor, I was writing more about, you know, lifestyle and things like that. So I, and I am still doing it. I'm still, you know, I'm doing everything from social media content, which is, you know, just like tips for the summer to, you know, more advanced content about how, uh, you know, the fall uh, rejuvenation, it helps with immunity and, uh, you know, how it helps our health. So just, um, it's helped me beautifully. It's, you know, given me a little bit of income, uh, which helps me with, you know, with the doctor program. And on the other hand, it's given me all that beautiful knowledge because writing is my passion. So I do a little bit of creative writing, but then I've incorporated, uh, you know, so it's a content specialist writer. So I'm using the Ayurveda knowledge. So this mm. has been a beautiful opportunity for me. And also, I love, you know, uh, all the seminars, uh, which we were supposed to do, which is, I think, really outstanding that Kerala Ayurveda does that, you know, asking students to do the community presentations, because so many people learn from our seminars. I mean, people come back and I've done extra because, you know, people just love learning about, okay, how do I, why do I need to cleanse and how do I cleanse? And then, you know, about skin and all kinds of things people are interested in. And I did one on Vastu and Ayurveda uh, with uh, Michael Mastro. And mm -hmm. so like that, you know, and during the pandemic, we did some uh, social, you know, uh, work related, you know, I mean, just helping people with breath work and yoga and Ayurveda. So all of that really um, is, it is life transforming for so many. Yeah, I think you actually brought out a very good point that um, as counselor, you can write what you are good with or familiar with or comfortable with. And then with practitioner, the same topic, you might be able to add some more. And then as a doctor, with the same topic, you will add even some more and then have different point of view. So it's like, as long as you have the passion for writing, you don't have to worry that you have nothing to write. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I do have people who come to me and wonder that, okay, I would like to learn Ayurveda because I would like to write some books about Ayurveda or I would like to have my channel about Ayurveda. But there are so many people who are doing that now. Yeah. So will I really be seen or will I really be noticed? Will people really appreciate my knowledge? So I wonder that if you have any tips for people who are actually like to write to learn Ayurveda and then to write and merge Ayurveda in their writing career. Absolutely. So, you know, there are people that write for blogs. So I know that there are blogs that are, you know, uh, that are related to, let's say, products, you know, and formulations that look for writers. So they don't pay that much, but um, I just started, you know, working for them. But, you know, it helps us with our own knowledge of formulations, right? Some of them were Western formulations. So there's not much literature. So, you know, I think keeping a lookout for these blogs and then for the, uh, the Ayurvedic companies, whether they are, you know, um, related to products or whether they are teaching educational institutions and, uh, you know, finding out whether they uh, would be interested. And a lot of people do their own blogs because they do newsletters, which help their clients. So they do interesting newsletters then they you know on their website they do articles 
And um, so one of my uh, colleagues, she's a doctor and she has an integrative practice and she has the most outstanding articles on, you know, so she blends in, like she'll talk about hyperacidity and she'll blend in, you know, Amlapitta and she'll talk about from the Ayurvedic aspect and then from the Western aspect. So really, uh, Dr. Padma, so really beautiful articles she does. So like that, you know, you can see what is your strength. If yoga is your strength, then build in Ayurveda. You can do that in your own practice or in your writing. Like when you're practicing, you can actually for your clients, you can provide some Ayurvedic consultation and in your writing, you can incorporate it. So whatever is your field of interest, you build in Ayurveda there. And so like for me, it's families. Maybe if I write something, I would, could write about families and Ayurveda. And then um, I think just to stand out with so many, uh, you know, people writing and writing books, um, it, it's like, uh, you know, our own colleague, um, Janine, mm -hmm. uh, she's our senior, she wrote about post-traumatic stress because uh, that was her field. And she uh, actually, in her healing practice, she works with a lot of people who do that. So uh, like, you know, you, for, for instance, you know, you are an expert with Panchakarma, you could write about that. I, I would love to read. And a lot of people love to read case studies and, you know, and you could write your own story. So uh, like that, uh, you know, Madison, she wrote about if eating and, you know, a lot of people have questions about nutrition. So find that niche that, you know, I, appeals to you and appeals to people and then put that together. And uh, so, uh, you know, that is the advice I would have. And uh, if you're writing a book, don't be scared. I mean, I haven't thought of it, but I will at some stage because, but uh, if you're writing articles, just write with that compassion, you know. The thing is that we have to understand, and, uh, you know, I was talking to um, my group, I think Ricardo said something interesting. He said, let's not get into pop Ayurveda. So we don't want to just give tips. We want to give some prevention tips, which help, but for, you know, disease management, because this is personalized, we want to let people know, okay, you have all this, but then come to an Ayurvedic practitioner. So we write with that integrity. So uh, I, I know I said a lot of things <laughs> that came to me, but I hope, you know, they make some sense. Yeah. So, so many options. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I really like what you and Ricardo just say that give people some understanding. Like um, now, um, as you know, I'm also um, promoting Ayurveda in Mandarin online. And like now I'm talking about different imbalances. And people sometimes ask me why you don't give us formulation, suggested formulation. I told them that because maybe you don't need those formulations. I would rather to tell them why, how Ayurveda see this kind of imbalance and what might be the reason. And then how you are able to prevent that to go worse. And then if the imbalance was already there or is already developed, then you need to go to a Vaidya. Yeah, I think that will be our duty about uh, carry out information about Ayurveda because nowadays there are so many articles about Ayurveda, about disease online, and actually many things they say, I don't really agree. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's where the integrity of what we do, it's, it's like during the forest fires, um, I put together something and Dr. Sheena actually said, oh, this is good because, you know, we have to be careful to talk about some things that can help because there's so many people at that stage who cannot seek help. So there, you know, we could actually suggest something really mild, uh, you know, but um, in, in an emergency like that, but 
basically for a disease or you know an imbalance it is personalized but i love what you are doing you know all the mandarin talks and you know the practice this is so wonderful really july really yeah you well i think we are all trying to help people with ayurveda and those all to use what we learn i think it's also like when i believe when you are prepare your article you do the same because at least from my study with Kelala Ayurveda, the professors, they always say that which classical book we can find the evidence or find some references. So when I'm preparing my talk, I always go back to those parts and see what I can add on and what I should have. So that can give people more complete picture instead of just kind of, okay, it seems feel good to say that or seems feel good to say that. And then in the end, I'm not so sure if I did a good job. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I've done some talks with the, you know, Shankara Ayurveda, they um, are a cosmetics line and I've done just a um, recording for on water element for elements, truffles, you know, they have manufacture Ayurvedic chocolates. And so I've, what I've noticed is that just going back to basics, it's so important because so many of the basics are lost on us too. Like we don't realize, uh, you know, whether it's the knowledge of the seasons, whether it's the knowledge of the daily circadian rhythms, whether it's, you know, dinacharya, daily practices, the basics can alter life and health. And, uh, you know, in, in this day and age of stress where we've been hit by a pandemic, we are, it just um, has made us slow down and reevaluate what matters in our lives. And it's not all the hurry-burry and the typical vata-pitta burnout, which we all, you know, push ourselves or not, you know, the, the kapha, like, you know, lethargy, which comes in from all of the running around. It's just, I think, um, trying to understand what is our purpose here. And I think Ayurveda goes beyond illness or prevention. It also, we ask ourselves, what is our purpose? What can we do? to make our life better and the lives of others better. So I just love it as a spiritual, philosophical, you know, powerful healing practice. Yep. Yeah, that was so beautiful what you just said. Thank you very much today for your time, Anus. Thank you very much. Namaste. We'll see each other around. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> <you>. Yeah. <laughs>